You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week. This is the week of the moon landing, punters, dribblers. It is on our doorsteps. We have been, you know, admiring it from afar, imagining what it looked like. Is it going to happen? Isn't it going to happen? Is Peter Volandis one of the great Australians of all time? That kind of answers itself, that question. And now that we're here um, and absolutely foaming with excitement, I would uh, it would give me great pride to introduce... The man who's been with me, with you, with all of us the whole way through this pandemic and this off-season point 2.0, the one and only Edward Simpson. How are you? Tom, great introduction for a great week. And what promises to be a great milestone in our re-emergence back out of isolation. Yep. What, March, april till now? Tough. Tough stuff. Very tough. Tom and I led the way, I think it's fair to say, in dragging the nation through it, yeah. along with Peter, yeah. St. Peter. Yes. But here we are. Thursday night marks our exit once and for all from this madness. Yeah. We're an island, baby. So we can, we can do what we want down here without too much repercussion. Mm-hmm. The numbers suggest that. I mean, yep. we've been playing up here and there, the nation, I'm talking about. Oh, the about. nation has... And there hasn't really been any issues yet. No. So I'm prepared to go out on a limb. Say the coronavirus officially done as of Thursday? Not really. Not part of the the fabric of conversation anymore. People no. get the flu. Yeah. And people are going to get corona. But it's not going to dictate terms anymore. We're... It's done dictating yeah, terms. Yeah, yeah. Well, PVL sort of given it the one-two punch. Yeah, yeah. We're in the 12th round here and PVL's got coronavirus on the ropes. Yeah, it's, it's shook. It's real shook. It's real shook. So, look, I can't wait for Thursday night. I am foaming at the mouth, of you, as you so eloquently put it. Yes. We are we. What are you doing for it? Have you got anything? Well, you and I'll be doing something. I think maybe we get together. Well, I think so. I think so. I think we have a couple of beers. Couple I think of we have plenty of schooners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, really bring this thing in with the gusto it deserves. We'll be bringing it in with gusto, punters and dribblers. We'll be bringing it in with gusto, and we'll be finishing the round Sunday night, six thirty p.m. Seagulls take on the Bulldogs. That's a win. We'll go two and one. It'll be a nice bookend for for the opening. It'll round. be a bookend, and it'll go beautiful. We're back to we're back to we're back to normal. Then June one, New South Wales. I don't know what about the other states, Dior, but June one, fifty people in a pub. That's more than enough. That's that's essentially for us, I think, where you go, all right, well, then we've got our... We've got a pub. You can you can find a pub without 50 people in it. And you just go, I will bring you 50 people if we can just have it for the day. Yeah, yeah. Or just, like, I think it will just be... Because the thing I was talking about with someone the other day, there's not going to be people counting. It's 50 sort of just like a number, right? Don't, mm. take the piss, don't take the piss and have hundreds. I think they'll but be if, counting. You reckon? Yeah, because if, if, it, if, it, if an outbreak happens again, or if you get caught with, you know... You reckon there'll be people counting at the door? Yep. I reckon 55, 60, I 65, think, 70. I think they'll be counting. I think there'll be someone going, all right. I can guarantee you that every pub won't be counting. That's my feeling. Could be not wrong. Not every pub. Not every pub. Now, the punters and dribblers, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That's not what we're here for. No. We're here to talk moon landings. We're here to talk rugby league. We're mm-hmm. here to talk Peter Volandis. Yeah. We're here to talk Kelly Slater. Yeah. We're here to talk NBL. Greg uh, Inglis. To a lesser extent. Greg Inglis, the great one. Mm. Uh, UFC. We're, we're stacked. To, we're absolutely stacked. We are stacked. A couple of dribbles. No, we didn't do the dribble pod last week. We couldn't be bothered, quite frankly. Well, yeah, we got to Friday and we were kind of like, you know what? Nah, not this week. Well, you actually called me saying don't want to do it, which well, was good I some... because I ducked down to play a nice round of golf in the country with a friend. Mm. Had a couple of red wines that night. So Friday was pretty dusty. And you know what? You you kind of made it sound to me like the way we were talking now that I hear this. I like, oh, you don't want to do it. 
but now I'm hearing that inside your mind, you're going great. But if I give the air of the fact that I am now, I'll I, always I, show I'd up. blocked it out. And now that I've let you down, but that wasn't the case at all. No, no, I'll always show up. But, you know, if I've had a couple of balls of red, I probably don't want it. No, and you'll still show up, but it, it'll. that's when I'll drag you along. I'll lift you up by your bootstraps. Well, look, you could argue I do some of my best work under the pump. I actually think when you're hungover, you might be better. Yeah. It could almost be the way you should be doing the show. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, possibly. lots to talk about. Now, I mean, Eddie, I don't want to go too hyperbolic on this thing, but the fanfare over intern Dave. Dior Dave. Well, now being crowned as Dior Dave. Look, it was pretty big. It's huge. Huge. Now he, he pumped out some good content. Mm. He set up a TikTok. He fucking ca- carried himself with a plum on the podcast. What's that TikTok? D or Dave? Our TikTok. It's at Hello Sport Podcast. That's so. Easy. If you're a TikTok yeah. guy or girl, you're like that generation, or you just want to jump on and see some great content. That's where you go. Mm. So now we've covered. We've basically got every medium covered, Tom. Yeah, we're a multi-faceted digital agency almost. Oh yeah. But look, it was one of the great debuts. Yeah. One of the great debuts. Um, and have we got a little gift for We've Dave? We've got a gift. We've got a gift for Dave. Dave's got a gift. It's a Hello Sport Midnight Blue corduroy cap. Oh, boys. There we go. This is an honour. There you are, mate. We'd be getting to this too early on. But... No, well, look. You, 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 you like I'm part you of it. Welcome. Yeah, there now you, you, you can you tighten it as well. That yeah. It does have the, the, the feature for tightening <laughs> so it if you feel right. like it's too loose. That was just, one of our little, little innovation pieces we, yes, we added yeah. to the caps. Yes. We, Full uh, of innovation. You know, and, and look, one we, small part. We have said that we were all out, but we always have like one more up our sleeve. But that was the last one. That was the last one. That was officially the last well, one. It's an honour. I can feel my brain already receiving the extra information, the extra dribble that yeah, comes yeah. from this cap. Yeah, he's throbbing. He's throbbing. He's throbbing, right. Um, it looks right. Now... Eddie, look, we we trumpeted success stories uh, with regards to the greatest surfer of all time in Kelly Slater. It seemed like it was all on, it was all happening. I'm not prepared to say it's not happening, but Kelly did tell us that he had he was sick, he had a sore throat, and then there's been a lot of punters and dribblers who have been hitting us up going, well, he's been out in the surf. Doesn't look like a sore throat. Now, I just want to counter this before we go on to these fucking mouthy dribblers that are getting in our ear. Salt water, one of the best remedies for a persistent sore throat. Now, Kelly, as far as we can understand, still has a very, very sore throat, barely Mm. speaking. Mm. And surfing, not so much because of the love of the sport, but more because he's just doing anything he can to get salt water in the mouth. Yeah, I think so. I think so. He's taking a couple on the head just to make sure there's a bit bit extra wash down there. Now, I will say this, punters and dribblers, I will say this. If you have ever tried to catch a wild goat before, not easy. Almost impossible. Almost impossible. They are so nifty, so nimble on their feet, Especially so elusive. In their own habitat. In their own habitat. <laughs> go out right now, punters and dribblers, go out bush and try and wrangle a goat. It's not that it's easy, It's not mate. that easy. So, of course, there was going to be resistance. Even us, even we have found it, you know, a little difficult. They're, they're in doing, we need to bring in the big guns. We've had to, you know, we, you, these are incremental steps, much like lockdown restrictions and shit. You've got to slowly step things up. Curtly Bill took up. how long? Curtly was a better a part year? of two years. Two year, years? Two years. So, so, look, we always get what we want, punters and dribblers. Make no mistake. Make no mistake. But, Kelly, I mean, I'm prepared to still believe that the sore throat is real and yep. that the salt water is him trying to get himself right for the punter and the dribbler. Exactly. The uh, naysayers amongst you would, would probably have us believe that it was all a ruse, the sore throat. And that Kelly was just brushing us off. 
Look, what evidence have you got? I mean, you sound like if you're if you're talking like that, then you're probably a, a newcomer to the podcast. Yeah, you probably don't get the track record. No, you probably don't know where we've been, the heights we've scaled, and the things we've achieved. Just ask Ko how that went. Um, so, with that in mind, we thought, like, you know, what can we do to do better, to do good? You know what I mean? Always be better. It's always be better. Always do what you can to be better. So, what we've done to help Kelly is we set up a GoFundMe page, Eddie, legitimately, punters, dribblers. Yeah. We need to get that man some butter menthols. Because the salt water is good, but it's not... It's not It's not a butter menthol. No, exactly. It's not a butter menthol. Like, it's, yeah, it might work. It's like if I've got a graze, I go swimming, sure, I get it. But it's not the quick fix no, we're looking for. Exactly. We need him on yesterday. Yeah, we exactly. We so you've got to go the big guns. You've got to go the butter menthol. Yeah. You've got to go tried and tested. Tried and tested, true. You know, we've been having butter menthols in Australia for... They have been saving the throat of the, of the vocal, particularly punter and dribbler, for... What, since the dawn yeah. of time? Since the dawn of time. Since since records were kept. Why are better men- butter menthols Australian? Full of dribblers. Full <laughs> of loud vocal dribblers who need their throat soothed. So, if you're listening to this right now, which I assume you are... <laughs> link, can't be sure. You can't be sure. Link in the bio at Hello Sport Podcast. The link to the butter menthols, to Kelly Slater's butter menthol GoFundMe. Now, listen, if you... Some more context. Yes. We have an in with someone who knows where Kelly's We living. know where Kelly is. So lives. we can deliver the butter menthols. Yes. Now, we've put down a goal of 1,000. If we, if we reach that, great. If, if we, we fall a little short, that's fine. But I think the more butter menthols, the better. Yes. A, it's going to fix the throat. And B, it's a bit of a sign as to what we're capable of. That's it. If you're the sort of cat, the sort of operator that can get together $1,000 worth of butter menthols in a couple of days and deliver them personally to the door, then Kelly knows, holy shit, these blokes are... The real deal. This is the real deal. Because he recognises greatness. Goats recognise goats. Yeah, that's it. And, you know... So Kelly. think of butter menthol as goat food <laughs> used in this scenario to wrangle one of the greatest one, goats of all time. One of the most elusive goats of all time. So as well. elusive. Mate, I watched the, his documentary the other night called um, Momentum Generation. Tremendous. Tremendous. Now, Kelly, I know you're listening. I really enjoyed it, mate, but it gave a real insight into you as a man, you as a competitor, you as, mm. a, as an animal, mm. right? Mm. And I know now what I should have known before, before. I watched it, that, you know, we've got to go big with this guy. you got to go we're big. we got to go huge. Yeah. And $1,000 worth of butter menthols from where I'm sitting, probably a good place to start. Now, there's plenty of you listening. There's plenty of you listening. As D or Dave pointed out on our little GoFundMe page, if you're a tight ass, 10 cents will get him one butter menthol. Play your role. Yeah, exactly. Play your role. If, you, if, you, if, if cash just hit you, you want to donate a dollar, just sure. Be, you want I'm ten. You want to be on the right side of history, though. You That's know? it. Don't go overboard, punters and dribblers. You don't have to part with your, you know, your, your weeks, earned. your hard earn, your weeks, your weeks earnings. Live within your means. Look, pubs are it's open. Tough soon. times. Pubs are open, so we know you need money. We know you need, you know, to to nourish your soul with the nectar of the gods. Yes. But a, an extra dollar here or there, reach under your couch, mate. There's a That's dollar it. there, bro. That's it. That's it. There's a dollar there for Kelly in his throat in the in the podcast. You've got you, you're gonna want to be able to say that you've donated butter menthols to a goat. You want it exactly. I donated goat food to a goat, but also I played a role. Yeah. I played a tangible role yeah. in this whole thing. Yep. 
Um, and listen, every donation will be, you know, recognised. You'll just, be read out. You'll be read out. If you donate, you'll be read out. Now, listen, if we don't reach the $1,000 mark, don't worry. Like, all money is going to Kelly getting that food. If he gets 10 better menthols, so be it. Yeah. But it'd be a little disappointing. It'd be it'd be a little scat rocking up to Kelly's house with a packet and a half of butter menthols. But but I'll get, do it. We'll do it. I'll we'll still do it. Personally, drive them there. I'm not I'm not fucking shying away from this thing, punters and numbers. No. I can so, promise you that. Right now, while you're listening, get to the Instagram at Hello Sport Podcast. Go to the link in the bio and just donate whatever you can to get this man his butter menthols, and then in so doing, get him on the podcast. Is that fair to say? I mean, it's pretty simple. It's not rocket science. Not rocket science. Let's not overcomplicate this thing. No. But I'm very excited. Pumped. So pumped. So pumped. Uh, reach out, Kel. Reach out, Kel. Butter menthol soon. Butter menthol soon, babe. We've, we spoke about it in the intro. Moon landing. Yeah. En route. Yeah. Look, um, obviously, I've got my manly beloved Manly on, Seagulls jersey on. The colors. For obvious reasons. That's yeah. because, I mean, we're not... We're not on the moon yet, but we pretty much are. Yeah. I mean, when Peter says we are, then I'm like, okay, we are. What I appreciate is that Peter has clearly listened to our podcast because there's been no moon-based rhetoric outside of this podcast. None. There hasn't been a, a pinch. I've, and I've kept an eye out for it. Because of I, I felt that the moon-based rhetoric was so blatantly obvious. Mm. Uh, no one else seems to have seen that. But now, obviously, Peter... You know, if you if you're telling me that Peter hasn't seen the videos and the memes and the love that we've been giving him, I would say this. I would say this. Project Apollo for us seemed pretty obvious, like Tom just said. But there has been no rhetoric come out of Peter's mouth, or from anyone else covering the game. No one. It's just been us, the only ones. Yeah. And now what? As we as we get near, I start to hear more and more moon rhetoric yeah. out of you know some powerful people. Yeah. Newspapers starting to jump on the back. Yeah, yeah. PVL himself talking about well, P- PVL's talking about Mars now. Of course he is. Just when, just but he when, big time. Well, you know what as well. It's it's a what I like about PVL, and I think we can all take a, a, a lesson or a learnings from PVL. Is it's about goal setting, Eddie. And once you see a goal being achieved, you've got to have that next goal to push for. Well, yeah, reach for the stars, That's and it. if you fall, you'll land on the moon. I've heard that said before as well. In yeah. fact, one of us might have said that. Uh, but so PVL, now that the moon landing is imminent, is talking about having <laughs> is having crowds back by July. And I read that, and I was just like, the audacity of the man to, to throw a July 1 number around? Before we've even fucking started playing. I haven't even started playing. He is so bold and so beautiful in the yeah. way that he attacks this thing. But you know what? Fucking good on him. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I, at the start of the season, February, late February, like every other punter and dribbler, dreamt of going to the footy again. Mm. Holy shit. Like, how good is this going to be? Had my membership lined up. The hill was beckoning. I was ready to go. I had penciled mm-hmm. in all the Sundays, all the Saturdays, all the Fridays, all the big games of yeah. bookie. Yeah. All penciled in, ready to go, ready to rock and roll. It's been taken away from me. So if I can away. get a couple of games at the back end of this thing, mate, all you're going to have to do is a couple of, you know, COVID test, something shoved up the nostrils, two days isolation. Mate, look, I'll leave that in his hands because, you know, no one more capable. But yeah. the thought, the carrot that he's dangled in front of me, good Lord. Yeah, it's real It's nice. all coming together. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. Mate. Uh, just a quick just a quick shout out to some AFL dribblers who, because uh, PVL said in uh, an interview with Andrew Webster in the Herald on the weekend, he was like, 
Webster was like, now come on, be honest. You must be taking some enjoyment out of AFL being a bunch of beta cucks. And he was just like, look, I do giggle to myself sometimes when you see them sort of trying to get their thing going and they're just not, which is obviously hilarious and true. But then one of the, some AFL, former AFL legend came out and was like, trying to bag him be like oh yeah well push forward peter doesn't have to worry about crowds like the afl does and push forward peter and just kept calling him was it push forward push ahead pete and i'm like are you bagging this guy out from getting shit done mate let's let's not fucking lie to each other anymore if if, if you took peter out of the situation i don't think either code would be coming back for another four or five months the exactly. only reason the AFL's coming back now is because they look like a bunch of beta cucks. <laughs> that, what do you mean? Like, it's so obvious. If they didn't react and gave NRL months and months and months of free space, free air... Can you not, could you not say that Peter Volandis has basically brought back AFL as well? Yes, he has. Because they've just literally gone, oh... Okay, well, let's just copy their homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. So I'm you're cheating. They're yeah. cheating in the they're exam. Absolutely, it's like copy my work and try not make it look identical. They're like, oh, fucking Pete. They're just doing the exact same thing. Exact same thing. So PVL, essentially, punish dribblers, is going to be responsible for every single sport in this nation Return. getting back online. That's it. Everyone's looked, at, everyone's looked at how Peter's done it, and they're copying. It's as simple as that. As simple as that. But we arrive at Thursday night. Yeah. Tom and I will be on the piss. Mm-hmm. Absolutely gagging for footy once more. Gutful stuff. Ray Warren's voice. If there's any man that's probably been sucking on butter menthols this week, it's a great man. Rab's just getting that thing lubed beyond belief. (laughs) (laughs) Ready to, you know, narrate the start of one of the great comebacks of all time, that being the comeback of your game, my game, Australia's game, God's winning game, rugby league. That's it. I've been reading a couple of things, Tom, about people going, oh, you know, if you win the comp in in this season, it's not as important. Well, that's like Roosters fans, I imagine. I'm like, I don't think so. I think that winning it in this environment with all the shit people have had to deal with is going to be more special. It's going to be one of the most... It'll be the most... Like, who got off the canvas and ripped and teared their way to glory? Yeah, because you can't... Because everyone's under the same conditions, essentially. I guess there's some that have to travel more, some teams. But, at, like, at the end of the day... The, like, the only ones that are really up against it are the Warriors. Yes. And... The Tamworth Tankwater Warriors, who... Our thoughts and prayers go out to them. They, yes, but they actually have left Tamworth. They've moved to, the, to Gosford. But when they left, I don't know if you saw the footage, a very moving harker to the locals of Tamworth on top of a tank water, I think. Uh, on top of a water tank, I think. Of course. They, Where they, else do you do it? They got up on the local Tamworth water tank. I yeah. believe hell that's of a tank. like... Well, it's a hell of a tank. I think it's in the middle of Tamworth, that water tank. Yeah, it is. Corrugated iron. Obviously it's huge. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And they, it's been there for decades. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it Century? was Federation. Yeah, it's Federation. Not an one. Yeah. Mm. And they got up on there, did a harker. Now, a bit touch and go because that thing's old. Yeah, a lot yeah. of big, heavy, thick Maori boys. Yeah, yeah, giving it their all. Giving it their all for Tamworth, yeah. for their adopted home. Yeah, yeah, for the people that bought them in, yeah. in trying circumstances. Yeah. And they were stomping around this really passionate haka, mm. uh, paying their respects. But they're the only ones that have really been fucked on this deal. Yeah, they're the only ones. And for them, if they make, if they were to make the eight, that's almost as good as a as a ring in some respects. Could like just because that would be tough, mate. But you know what? Maybe- they may be here for. Nine months? Well, it depends if we open Do the, the math. Borders. I don't even know. Six months? I'm not sure. It certainly won't be nine, but it could be. It's till October, isn't it? Dior. Yeah, Dior, all that. But what else? I, and sorry just to get back to PVL. I know <laughs> that we are absolutely dick riding him, but it's hard not to. Uh, you know he's already 
he's basically guaranteed that the salary cap's not going to change. Well, that's because he's basically locked in another broadcast. Yeah, and everyone's like, why would you lock in seven years of a broadcast right still? And he's like, I was reading this. He goes, because the landscape's going to change, right? When, similar to America, how we've spoken about how, like, you know, games, say for NFL, it's not like one network has all the games. They're spread out, and you're basically pull, you're, you're pulling, you're pulling money from all these different people that are paying. So, like... Mm. Netflix has one or, you know, one channel has something else, something else. He's gone. It's going to change so much. So we're locked in, in the the old model where we're guaranteed this like decent amount, like a good amount of money. And it gives us time to adapt to the changing yeah, look, the, media landscape. Mate, the reality is, the reality is that America is not like Australia. It's far bigger, far, 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 far bigger. So these broadcast net, uh, broadcasters have more money to throw around at sports right so SBN might pick up a couple of games a week and CBS pick up another couple and ABC get a couple and whatever right whereas in Australia you know seven's got one sport and then nine's got another sport there's not a whole lot of other players who can come in and start picking up games for shit loads of money for the money that we've already been paying mm. like 350 million a year all up like a lot of money yes. in a small market compared to the US so he's looking at going well what other broadcaster is coming on to help out Channel 9 with the NRL? Because Fox is in a fucking world of hurt. Everyone is now. 10, forget about it. SBS and ABC, whatever. Like, yeah, like, don't take the piss. We're no, having no, a serious conversation. Like, yeah, yeah. We're having a serious conversation yeah. here. <laughs> Fox is in... They're so fucked, it's not even funny. And then, not like, what, is 9 going to do all the heavy lifting themselves? And then now, what, you're relying on, like, an Optus Sports or a Netflix? You don't know what it looks like, mate. No. Or you can take the money. Yeah. When there's shitloads of it on offer, yeah. and then reassess. Don't do a rugby Australia, no, and turn your nose up, and then COVID hits, and now you got nothing. Yeah, exactly. So they're looking good, but and anyway, so, yeah. Look, I think that I think you take the money and you run. Yes, but to, it was nice to hear him say that we're locking in the salary cap. The salary cap, ten million, or it's close to nine point eight. About it going like it dropping to five. I think, mate. I'll put my hand up. Mate, I'll put my hand up. I was like, you can't. It's not sustainable because yeah. that was the rhetoric you would read. It was yeah. like, mate, the cost doesn't work. The like the way the game's funded doesn't work. The way yeah. that clubs spend their money doesn't work. And then you know you're looking at clubs spending all this money on one or two players, and they just said it didn't work. Mm. Right, sweet. But he goes, nah, no, we're no, not no. changing anything. No. Because it would be hard as a player. Imagine if you had Daly Cherry Evans, say, for one example. He's like, yeah. no, he's on like one, two. That's what I mean. But he's the and then, and then like, oh, actually, mate, your next contract, you'll be on like Six. 500. Yeah. No. You'd, uh... Even PV, I was like, fuck that. No way. Um, anyway, as I just, I've got, I've got analog notes this week. Usually they're on a phone or up in the dome like Jay-Z. Yeah. But uh, had to write them down this week. Because my phone is full with baby photos. Uh, but uh, league, league, rugby league. Still league, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. What were some of the things that you had outlined in our pre-show meeting, our extensive pre-show meeting? Yeah, our extensive three-minute meeting three that minute we have meeting. Every, every time before the yeah. show. Greg Inglis. G.I. Greg's back. Greg's back. The great man out of retirement. To Which go. I like to see. Dude, I love it. Can you imagine the damage he's going to do to those absolute beaters over well, in the that, Super It's League? funny you should say that, Tom. It's, it's funny you should say that. A lot of rhetoric running around being like, comebacks aren't that easy. Just ask so-and-so. And so, and like, all this dribbler journo was listing all these, like, comebacks that have failed. Like, Michael Jordan, when he went back to the went, went to Washington and shit, when he was late He was in playing career. in the NBA. That's what I said. I, that's what I said to myself. I go, mate, Greg's going to the Super League. Which is so, so far off the mark. Yeah. Like, they don't think it's up to... It's not even up to New South Wales Cup standard, no. I've been led to believe. Listen, let me... And I'm not I'm not having a crack at Blake Austin here. Blake Austin was a very solid 
NRL player. You know, there was... Blake was at some point even spoken about in origin cloth terms. He was never going to play origin, let's be honest, but he was just spoken about there. He was a fucking... He almost got their Dally M over there. Same with Jackson Hastings. He may have even got it. I don't know. GI Mike is, Mike Oldfield, friend of the show, went over to Catalans. I think he was the highest try scorer there for a couple of seasons. There you go. And Mikey, God love him, but he's in a constant week-to-week battle to, to, you know... He's a fringe player. He's a fringe player. Greg Inglis is one of the all-time greatest players, and he actually only retired because of burnout, is what you're hearing now. And you know he's got his own, he's got mental demons. Good luck, Greg. Yeah. But he has had a year off the booze, Eddie. Mm. If we're you know, if the media is to be believed, and I got no reason to not believe the media, Eddie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> off the booze for a year, out of the limelight of Australia, into the nice chilly, shitty weather of England, and he's just going to go in there, and he is going to fucking dominate I guarantee you'll dominate and what's great is it's like you thought you'd seen your last GI highlights mate and that's the thing as well is that like it, it's just going to be every week mm-hmm. I'm going to look forward to another compilation of Greg eating people alive yeah. running over the top of people yeah. carrying five blokes the length of the field yeah Nabras for days. Nabras. Like, imagine the Nabra footage and compilations we're going to get out of Greg. The Poms obviously don't realise the Nabras. Oh, I think they do, bro. I think they do. I think there'd be a lot of nervous boys. A lot of nervous bras. Good lord, I'm about to get nardy. Yeah, real hard. From one of the greats, great Nabras of all time. But you know what I think's nicer than anything, Tom, is that we can now see Greg go out on his own terms. Correct. That's what we want. That's what everyone really wanted. That's what we want. He's a legend of the game. Top five in the NRL era. You know what I mean? Maybe top five all time. I think he's one of the all-timers in terms of, like, he's not a playmaker, though he has won a fucking uh, grand final at 5'8". He's been a playmaker. But just like, uh, if you want to make a raw talent, like, just amazing at everything, it's G.I. and Jared Hayne who are, like, the two greatest fucking players. Maybe Tamalolo as well, I reckon, of just, like, Physically gifted, athletic NRL players yeah. of all time. Greg is there. Yeah, yeah, because Greg's strength just puts him above everyone. Above else. everyone, but he's six three, yeah, six four, yeah, fast as Usain Bolt. Yeah. ten times as strong. Oh yeah, way strong. Like mate, who do you reckon wins an arm wrestle? GI wins every arm wrestle. Every arm wrestle, yeah. and cuts every Usain arm in half. Cuts him in half, yeah. snaps him in half, and leaves him bleeding, bleeding on the ground. Yeah, get up, Usain, mate. You're soft. Full respect to Usain. Run again. Yeah. No, hey, mate. Hey. What? What, you think I'm bagging the greatest sprint of all time? Sounded like it. I was. <laughs> if Greg's involved yeah, if Greg's and involved. it's a physical altercation and Greg's doing some snapping. There and yeah, Look, Greg, you yeah, know how it is. No, you, you know how it is. But I think that's nice that we get to see Greg lap of honor stuff yeah. out chaired on his own off. terms, chaired off, goes out when he wants after dominating. I think that's nice because that's what he was robbed of the era. He's also only like 33. He's not that old. Like in, in terms of, yeah, that's around the time you go. But... Well... Yeah, but like we're getting to a point now, Tom, where through modern technology yep. and players respecting their bods, yep. that 33 is not the 33 it used to be. No, 33 is the new 30. Yeah, bro. 36, you know what I mean? 35 is yeah. the new like, okay, yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, a, you're 35, you're an old boy. Yeah, 33, yeah. you know. No, you still got it. You still yeah. got another contract. Cam Smith's what, 39, 40? Old as fuck. He's old as shit. And he's it, still. So he can be done. Yes. It can be done. Yes. But I think that's nice. And, you know, all the power to Greg. Yeah, full power to Greg. Welcome back, GI. Welcome back. If I story. can just jump in here, boys. I got the last two winners from the Man of Steel, which is the Super League Dally M. Yes, good. Jackson Hastings, Ben Barber. 
There two you go. XNRL players who weren't even at the top of their game. There the you go. Uh, ben look, Barber was. Ben Barber's a Dalian winner. He was, but even then, he wasn't getting the number one Australia jersey. Are they running a sports bet running markets on Joe to win Man of Steel 2020? Oh, one. Dior that one. Yeah, find that one, Dior Dave. Come back uh, to us. But there you go. Jackson Hastings won it, and Jackson Hastings couldn't hold down a regular first grade spot. Now, did Jackson go and, and grow as a man, as a footballer? Sure, he might have. But if you think that GI isn't like got more talent in one. GI doesn't festival. have to do any more growing. No. He's already there. Yeah. Like let's no, let's not take the piss. No, let's not. You lock in that man and still. I reckon he'd be two bucks. He'd be even money, wouldn't he? He'd have to be. And if not, we'll be putting money on him. We'll be loading up. Yeah, that's my bet of the week. If Dior Dave can find it now, John Bateman, Tom. Yes. Who is a Hulk of a man? Well, he's a th- he's a he's a rugby league thrower. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's a thoroughbred. Yes. Been shopped around. Well, he's looking for other money yes. now. When I originally read the article, I was like, bruh, like. Canberra, you got a good thing down there. You got mm. a lot of big, thick boys. You got a great side. You're nice under- pommy community. Nice pommy community, which I think, you know, that surely that goes a long way, hanging out with other poms. It does. Doing pom stuff. Like yeah. if I was overseas, I'd be looking for Aussies. Yeah. Going, boys, poms get need, around me. Poms need poms to, like, you know, cohabitate. Just do, to pom, pom, do pom stuff. Pom together. based shit. Yeah, yeah, pom stuff. Singing yeah. shit. Whatever yeah, yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? yeah, yeah. Like war cry, like yeah, chants, yeah, yeah. whatever the Watch fuck they do. Watch football and, I don't, I don't know, drink that like, Guinness. Yeah, yeah. Or is that Irish? That's Irish, but it's like still drink pints, drink warm pints, warm pints, warm, warm, yeah, warm fish and chips, whatever. Get the fuck sunburnt, you. eat shit pub food, whatever yeah, you need yeah, to yeah. do, whatever the poms do. Yeah, do that, right? But I was going to myself, mate. Dragons, really? Like no, no, no. Bulldogs, bulldogs or dragons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. bulldogs or dragons. Yeah, I was about to get to that, but I'm I'm sort of looking at it going, mate. You haven't won a premiership. I don't know if you've forgotten, bro. You didn't win last year. No. But then I started to read further down the article and he starts talking about his daughter and how he's not going to see her grow up and that every dollar he makes down here is going to go towards, towards her university and he wants to make his stint in Australia count. And I was like, got to respect that. Got it. Got to respect that. This man's putting his man, his family rather before glory, yeah. which can be achieved at the Raiders, not going to be achieved at the Dogs or Dragons. No, it won't be. You can guarantee that if he goes to the Dogs or Dragons, you can just sort of... Put, put a, a line through put glory. Put a line through glory. Put a line through glory, mate. <laughs> put a line through glory. In pen. Red pen. Mate, the moment the Dragons became, became St. George Illawarra, glory went walkabout. Yeah. Wayne Bennett b- 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 brought glory with him. And then left and took glory with him. Exactly. Yeah. There isn't glory In running a- around <laughs> St. George at St. George Illawarra. It's not getting about. No. It's no glory there, No, bro. devoid of glory. Devoid of glory. Dirty merger club. No glory there. No. So And the Bulldogs. Well, look. Look, they could reach glory again. I wouldn't mind seeing him. They've been the trying to reach glory since 2004. The dogs are in the market for every single player who's potentially on the market. They always talk about the Bulldogs' $10 million war chest. It's like they can't seem to sign the other. The the when you constantly refer to your the dogs of war rhetoric, mm. I'm like, bro, it's not 2004 anymore. Yeah. And actually, I even think the Dogs of War was even further. I think it was even in the 80s, Dior. But like... But the last conceivable hmm. sort of measure of that. Yeah. You know? And, and then that, that war chest crap sort of builds into that war rhetoric that they like to push. Yes. And I just can't see where the fuck you're going to go with all this money. Like no. The people that you bought in the past have been so subpar. Yeah. Kieran Foran's on how much? He is probably still on a million-ish, I think. 
But that's coming to an end. Poor old Kieran, punters, dribblers, coming back from another shoulder injury. Then I think twinged his hamstring at training. I heard, I heard, I heard career best physical uh, condition condition at the moment. That's what I read the other day. He reckons he's in career best nick. Yeah, I don't believe that. That sounds like a man that isn't in career best. Yeah, nick. I feel like if you got to walk around telling people you're in career best nick, you're probably not. You're probably not. Especially when you then twinge your hamstring at training. But, but I love Kieran. Love I'm, Kieran. I'm on Team Kieran, bro. Look, I mean, I you, love Kieran. You're in a premiership with Manly. You've got a place in our hearts. Hundred percent, mate. You, there's always a home for you at Manly if you need it. I'm just saying, I reckon when the moment you left the Peninsula and went to Parramatta, that that's where things unraveled. Unfortunately, so. But all the best to you. I reckon you get an absolutely towered up Sunday six thirty. That's yeah, yeah. my towered opinion. Uh, but I wouldn't mind seeing John. John Bateman's a good pickup for anyone. Fuck yeah, he is, mate. He's a gun. He was back second row of the year last year. He's a freak. Yeah, he's a good player. Very good player. From the from from Pomland. But so to anyone that's, you know, go easy on John because it's his heart's in the right place. Well, there's also nothing wrong with it. Like he wants more money and they can't pay him more money. Yeah, he's on contract for another till the end of next year. When's that stopped anyone in rugby league? Exactly. Exactly. When's that ever stopped that's anyone? That's never stopped. Who's honoured a contract in rugby league? No. Except for probably the Travojevic brothers. That's it. And they'll honour every contract they sign for the rest of their life because they are the epitome of honour. But that's rare. Yeah. It's rare to find honour. It's the sort of honour you only see on the peninsula. It's the it's sort of honour you read about in books. Yeah. Steve Menzies. Yeah. Stuart Brothers. Yeah. Honour. <laughs> honour stuff. You know Except I mean? when we fucked over Glenn. Except when we fucked over Glenn Stewart. But that was, you know, that was... I blame That Trent was Barrett. reverse on That him. was Trent Barrett and Jeff Toovey, I think. One no, that was the board. It was the board. Yeah, it was all of them. It wasn't the honour. You know what? And we were a sick club at the time. Yeah, yeah, very sick. We were sick. We, needed we always got put down. Yeah, exactly. We were not well. <laughs> we were ill. Euthanised. Yeah. There were those sort of conversations going. Oh, fuck yeah. We obviously had to go in there and, you know, sort of hush everything down. Well, we just brought back, back a prodigal son. Yeah. You know, tried and tested. Mm. Son of the club stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, but footy's back. Footy's back. Footy's back. Wet for it. Do we want to do a checkies out? Yeah. We yeah. may as well. Can Look, you get the, get the game? I'll tell you what. This, I mean, Let's I'm just... the fucking round, I started a, um, We started a punters club, me and a few mates. And you, sp- you get like a hundred bucks to spend every week, right? And then if you you know, get a 300% return, you can go again next week. There hasn't been any betting because... There's nothing on. There's nothing on. So this money's just been sitting in this account. I'm looking at it going, God, I can't wait to punt on rugby league. Yeah. Now, I'm sort of thinking to myself, I think it might be my go. Like, do I go bold and put my checkies bet, all 100 of it, yeah. for glory? Yes. Maybe, maybe buy me and the boys an island? I don't know. I think you do. Now, am I... Deeply, deeply offended that I am not in this punting club. I yes. was invited in. I didn't create no, it. Otherwise, fair. you would have been in. No, no, that's fine. That's fine, and that's probably the only way you could have got out of that. So whether you had, but that you would have been in it. But you would have been. Whether in you it. had that prepared, will after that remains to be seen. Obviously, there's some hurt here, punters, dribblers. You might be hearing some awkward tension, but that's all right. It's probably not as bad for anyone else as Dave, who's in the room with this awkward tension right now. This is tough. Uh, checky bet. We're doing it. Pick the round. Put money in the punters and dribblers' pockets. Let's go. Before we get started, did you find Man of Steel bet? Man of, so there's no updated Man of Steel for Greg Inglis. But, I mean, looking at the articles here, you've got James Maloney. You've got Gareth Whittop going back to the Super League. You've got mm-hmm. Sonny Bill Williams playing for the Toronto Wolfpack. There's, I mean, there's NRL. It's there's all value. NRL, yeah. yeah. But it's value. all... They, I tell you what, though, just on those, like, we'll talk about... 
This has got to be the most talented crop of NRL players all being in the Super League at one point. Israel Folau would be in there as well, I'd imagine. Yes. Yes. Mm. Fuck yeah, that's a good point. Anyway, I was just going to... I thought maybe if the bet was there, we could add a bit of cream to yeah, it. For yeah, like, yeah. if you wanted to go really long That's a That's bet. a long-term yeah. bet. I'm sure when they update the markets, GI will be top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get back to you, punters and dribblers. So, Broncos, para, for uh, Thursday night. No. Is that right? Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I like, para. I like the Broncos. Oh, actually, you know I like what? the Broncos. I said para and then I'm, I really I'm, yeah. like the Broncos no, this year. I like bro. the Broncos. Their forward packs. Just you got to, you got to yeah. remember back to round one yeah. and two. Like yeah. it's tough. Broncos. Their their forward back yeah, is yeah. nasty. Yeah, yeah, stuff. it is. It is. Broncos. Although Not, they got Pangai Junior out another four to six, uh, four weeks, I think suspension. Pangai Junior is gone for. Okay, but you know what? Still I think he's yeah. yeah. Pangai Junior is a bit up and back. Is like, David Fafita out? Didn't he have a shoulder uh, injury or something? I think he might be. I'm I'm willing to change back to para. Uh, teams are named tomorrow, I think. Yep, Fafita's not fit for the first round. Dior might be Dave. Back in the next coming weeks, but okay. not for the first round. There we go. Steve, you need Twice that. in the room. Could have fucked that bet. We're going the Eels. Yeah, we're going the Eels. We're going the Eels, punters and dribblers. North Queensland, Gold Coast Titans, North Queensland. Now, fun fact, I believe, Dior Dave filled me in before. Apparently, if the Titans lose this round, punters and dribblers, they will not have won a game of rugby league football in more than a year. That's fantastic news and not surprising. And that's going to happen. So, North Queensland. Yep. Roosters, Rabbits. Uh, I'm going to say the Roosters. Put it this way. If the Roosters lose this game, it's going to be very tough for them to make the finals. Yeah. I think that you've got Cody Walker out, Latrell, all the pressure in the world, not throbbing at fullback like we all know he can. Uh, mm. James think- Roberts probably not coming back. There you go. Yeah. I just think the Roosters get up for it. Yeah. Such a must win Have for them. Have to win. It's a must win for them. Good Lord. $1.35, they're short as fuck as well. So maybe take them with the line if you want, punters and dribblers. Up to you. Uh, Warriors St. George. I want Tankwater Warriors. You got to. You got to. I think that Warriors come out and shock the world. Yeah. Why? Because they've been drinking tap water. Yeah. Pretty easy. Yeah. Pretty simple. And also don't like St. George. So That's it. You can beat it. And what are they paying? Warriors, there'll be value there. Yeah. 230. Look at that. We're good to you, punters and dribblers. We're very good to you. Uh, Sharks, Tigers. Bit of a... I mean, I'm going to say the Sharkies. Tigers, no one really knows... Sharks. How did the Sharks go at the start of the year? I don't know. But, I mean, I just think the Sharks... Bronson Cherry's back. Uh, you know, you've got your Chad Townsend. Cronulla have lost two games this season. Shit. I'm still going the fucking... The Tigers... Did the Tigers beat Manly or did we beat them? We didn't play them. Oh, okay. We played Melbourne and the Roosters. Roosters. Jeez, that's a tough start of the season, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm saying Sharks. Yeah. If you don't have an opinion either way, I'm saying the Sharks. Now, do I trust that? No, but... All right. Sharks it is. Who's favourite? Yeah, the $1.65, the Sharks. Storm Raiders. I think I like the Raiders. I like the Raiders. It's in Melbourne. That's, it is in Melbourne. Yeah, it's So Melbourne. what? Yeah, that's true. Raiders actually better on the road, I believe. I Just a bit of value. Yeah. Just a bit of value. Yeah. Raiders got the win over Storm in Melbourne when I think it was the the qualifying final. It was. So they've got history down there. Yeah, they do have history down there. Storm still shook from last season. I like that. Uh, Penrith Knights. Uh, Knights. 
Cleary suspended. Penrith's, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like the Knights. And then Manly Dogs, obviously. Manly get the Chockeys there. It's at Central Coast Stadium, which, punters and dribblers, is our home ground this mm. season. We just play good football there, mate. Yeah. Really good football. Love the Sunny Coast. So that's the Checkies bet for this week. Obviously, when it comes off, buy beer on us. Well, an island. Just let us, you know, give us free passage to your island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up to you. But that's rugby league? That's rugby league. Beautiful. Jacob Wynn, who are you? Some guy called Tex Hoy, apparently going to be named at fullback for the Knights. Yeah, Tex Hoy. Tex Hoy. Love that name. Great name. Jacob Wynn. Hi, my name is this bloke trying to... um... Where the fuck's Ponga playing? Uh, You can find the predicted lineups. Uh... Fuck, I don't know. Is he injured? Oh, I don't think he's injured, is no, he? I don't think he's injured. Predicted Knights team. They haven't got Ponga in the predicted Knights team. Caelan Ponga, oh, Ponga suspended. Must be like a one round uh, or two round thing. And who are they playing? They're Penrith. Playing Penrith. Campbelltown Stadium. What do you what do you think there, Eddie? I'm happy to go with you on this one. I still think the Knights. Yep. Done. Because mm. um, Cleary's also... Because Cleary's it. Cleary runs yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. show, mate. Exactly. Yeah. There's a breaking on Fox News here. Ponga set to sign a multi-million dollar re-sign with the Knights. Oh, uh, yeah. I actually yeah. just saw that then Big as well. News, but yeah. 1.1 million. I mean, it mm. makes five sense years. that they're going to sign the... 1.1 for five. Yeah. Well, current climate. It probably would have been more than that pre-COVID, I reckon. Maybe. I mean, if you guaranteed the salary cap, why would no, it? No, but that, because that just would have been assuming it would go up. If it's five years, though, shit, that, like, he'll be coming off contract at, what, 27, 28, prime time. He's probably gone, oh, I could play rugby union, then he's gone, actually. I think he likes, he likes Newcastle life. Likes yeah. it a lot. Well, it seems like a nice lifestyle. Fuck yeah, it does, Seeing mate. the Newcastle lifestyle makes me want to go there. It looks really nice. If it wasn't for the punters and dribblers that I have to serve so dutifully, yeah. I'd be there. Yeah, now, yeah. would I also be struggling for gainful employment myself? Yes, so that's probably another reason. Look, it's all part of the the decision making process. But yeah. good luck to Kalen. I think that's I think that's the right choice. Yeah, I think so, mate. Let let himself like you know he he's the man up there. Fuck yeah, he's the man up there and the man around Newcastle. I did see the other day he put up some Instagram of him just looking like you know sultry and shit in front of something he's painted, and then I just saw like the, you know the top comments under there, and it was like just. Just young, hot birds all after him. He's a dish. He's an absolute dish. He's a dish. But now he's got the run of Newcastle. I, I would say this as well. I think he's growing into his body, Tom. Growing into his body and growing into his manhood. He's, he's getting better looking. Yes. He's getting better looking. Yes, which I think is often the case with men. We get better as we age. That's why you, you and, and I are sitting here. Every year that rolls by, I go, oof, Wow. Yep, like clockwork. Oh, I think I've gotten hotter over the last year as I look in the mirror and then I'm like oh yeah I have yeah absolutely there's, have. there's no doubt about that can't doubt it no him and uh, him and absolute dish uh, Connor, Watson. Connor Watson is that the hottest household in the NRL probably yeah <laughs> yeah actually not even probably it is no it definitely is yeah that's the hottest household in rugby league football possibly, possibly of all time of all time yeah Connor's a he's a stud. He's a stud. He's got good Dubbo blood in him. Oh, as well. he got, yeah, is, he, yeah, yeah. is he from a Dubbo boy? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Now he's not necessarily the same caliber of footballer as Connor, but in the looks department, actually probably has Connor beat. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, he does. I mean, has Ponga beat? He's got Ponga beat. Yeah. And Ponga knows that. Yeah. Ponga looks at him and goes, I'm getting 1-1. Yeah, and I'll like sidestep <laughs> around you five ways to Sunday. Oh, I'm about to get a $1.1 million contract. Yeah. So, so, I mean, that actually... Yeah. That's yeah. an intangible that you can't really... Yeah, look, mate. Catch up if you can. Yeah. But you're, you're not, not getting it. To. Punters and dribblers, I don't know if you saw it today, but golf getting itself primed uh, for a return with the match. Professional golf. Professional golf. The PGA Tour coming back yeah. June 12th. Dior. Um, Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson took on Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods. It was it was entertaining. I'd sort of forgotten it was on. Only caught the back half of it, but have seen all the highlights and the footage and the clips. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning hitting it like into the deep, deep, deep woods off the first tee <laughs> was everything I needed to see as a golfer myself. Yeah. Knowing that being an incredibly talented goat in Tom Brady's case in the NFL doesn't necessarily translate to being in control of yourself. Like no. they were so fucking nervous, those two yeah. on the tee, riddled with nerve and Can anxiety. You blame them? Of course you can't. But you would think maybe those boys would have learned a few things about managing nerves. Yes, you're right. You know what I Calming mean? Calming down a little bit. That's it. Like, oh, what is? What's a Super Bowl feel like? Yes. Surely that's pretty intense. Yes. And now you're here. Look, the world's watching. Yes, you're playing with the two greatest golfers. There is something about though in golf. There's nothing more nerve-wracking almost in life than when you have to tee off and there's a fucking group of people behind you you don't know. All you do know. All you do know. Yeah, but we it's do worse it. when you don't know because, oh. you, because you're at golf. Yes you got and your no. glove, You got your glove on. You know, you're dressed in your golf attire, but that is all masking your lack of ability as a golfer, right? Or at least... You might be like, I'm actually not that bad, right? I'm actually all right, technically. I, I tell you, as soon as you see me hit off, you go, that guy spends all his money on golf clubs and college shirts and he can't play for shit. I tell you what, that reminds me of a funny story. There's nothing worse than this. Hamish and I, friend of the show, uh, were playing Randwick one day, right? And there was two girls and, it, you know, didn't matter that they were girls that this happened. You're just telling the story. Just telling the story. They teed off in front of us. Now, one of them was okay. The other one, no good. Like, yep. no good, no good. And the sun was sort of setting. Like, we didn't have a shitload of time. And we were like, oh, God. And so she was hacking up the fairway in front of us. And so Street's just like, fuck this. He sort can't of, handle that sort of stuff very well, can he? He runs over. Yeah. Runs over and goes, listen, do you mind if we play through you? They're like, nah, not a problem. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Because now they've allowed us to play through. And they've walked to the side. And now they're watching us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So street steps Because it's up. an alpha move to be like, can we play through? Because it's basically going, you're too slow, you're too shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So straight steps up. <laughs> and a couple of practice swings. I'm like, here we go. This will be interesting. And then it just <laughs> dribbles <laughs> off the tee and doesn't even make it to them. <laughs> and they're just like looking at it. And she's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Mine wasn't much better. Like went past yeah, yeah, and then yeah. fuck. And then I just see him over there. And then he's like next to them. And like from me to D or Dave away, they're sort of standing there watching him and he's done it again. <laughs> and he's just got himself into such a flap. Fuck, it was funny. Like sort of hacking his way all over the first. That is so good. So that's like, that's what can happen to a man. Yeah. That happens to all of us. It happens to all of us. But that's what I'm, I guess that's what I'm saying is that unless you're a pro, unless you're a Phil or a Tiger, yeah. it, it can happen. Yes. And it did. Like... <laughs> 
Tom was all over the place today. Yeah, Tom no, Brady. His first nine, apparently, because I was, again, I couldn't see it. And I, I saw bits again in the replay, but there was like someone put up an Instagram, one of those golf pages, and it was like going through just how fucking poor he was playing. And it was like into the woods fucking over the green, like into a bunker, split his pants, and that was just the front nine. And you're like, this is hilarious. Like he was chipping and it wasn't even it wasn't even getting to the green. It was like dribbling in front of his shoes Dude, sort of thing. You I, know what I mean? Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, right? fuck yeah. That it, it gives was... hope to all of us. But then mm. something triggers the goat. Well, it's... Something gets under his skin and he snaps. Well, it's that competitive streak. Yeah, yeah. So Chuck, it was it was it was, uh, it was Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley. Chuck was lippy, getting lippy in his ear he on the mic. They were commentating, but they could hear them. They were yeah, mic'd yeah, up, yeah. and he was bagging him out, saying, "I want to play you. I want to take you out on the course." Because Charles Barkley's notoriously bad golfer. Yes. Like if anyone's Horrible. seen footage of him, he gets the yips in his backswing, yeah. and he pauses for like ages, and then pauses mid backswing all the way down, like just horrendous. It's disgusting to look at. It's probably the worst golf swing in the history of man. Yeah. Put it that way. So he's talking shit to Tom being like, I'll give you a couple of strokes even. Like, I'll give you a couple of strokes lead. So Tom sort of just snaps internally. He's probably, what, 100 out? Maybe 150 out? Mm. Dior. Hits this, like, wedge in, maybe a pitching, and then it hits the green spin sharply and goes in the hole. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Shut up, Chuck. Shut up, Chuck. Shut up, that's Chuck. Just, that's just what I needed. Yeah, and now, do you know what else was happening there? Is Brooks Kepka is watching this game. Shout out to Brooks, the biggest beater alpha in golf. Uh, and he was watching and he's like, I'll... I'll donate because it was all for charity. He's yeah. like, I'll I'll donate a hundred grand if Tom gets a, a par in the first nine, in the front nine. A par, playing, just a par. If he pars a hole in the front nine, because he's playing so shit. And then that was the par he got, and he was like, oh, he got a birdie it. then. Yeah, but sorry, that was yeah, the yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the hole. And yeah. then even the commentator was like, well, you just got a hundred grand off Brooks Kepka as well. And he's like, yeah, you're right, I did. Like, yeah, fucking brilliant. It was good banter. Fuck, it was good banter. Like I mean, Phil <laughs> Phil Mickelson was like. Uh, I think he needed to mark his ball or something, and uh, and Tiger's like, mate, do you like, do you want one of my U.S. Open medalists, one of my U.S. Open medals to mark the ball because <laughs> poor old Phil's finished runner-up at the U.S. Open like eight times. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh no, I think I've got a couple of silvers, mate. I'll mark it with a silver. <laughs> it was good. That's actually, good. I think it's what I think it is. Like, I like golf. I like watching golf, and I like watching the proper tournament. But there is so much value in the way they do this. Like it's, they almost don't do these little exhibitions enough. Having everyone mic'd up, shit talking, these absolutely loaded athletes who can just throw money around like it's nothing and just bet these shitloads of money on holes. You hear the caddies. I don't know if the caddies were mic'd up for this one. I know they were for the last one that Tiger and Phil did, but just hearing the caddies and actually how much advice they can give on whether it's a club or where you're aiming or where you're hitting. Yes. Like that sort of shit is actually very, very interesting to watch. Mic'd up caddies is great. Someone actually then said at the end, they were like, the next one should be uh, Phil and Tiger again with Jordan yeah. and Curry. Steph Curry. Because Curry's very good. Curry's played a tournament on the... The one under, the one under, I think it's called the the web.com tour or something, like the level underneath the PGA. Yeah. He played a tournament and did pretty well. Like, I think he carded like an opening round two under or three under or Jesus, could you imagine how satisfying that would be to card an opening round under anything? But Jordan and Tiger play together because two goats and they're like great mates. Yeah. 
but the amount of shit talking that would be going on would be tremendous. Be and so Michael good. would just be throwing his dick around. Yeah, like, of course he Betting would. 100 grand a hole. Like, yeah. I don't know if I mentioned this podcast before, but you hear all these stories about pros playing with Michael. I think it was Justin Rose was telling this story. He's like, mate, I play with Michael every now and then. And he's all he's like just incessantly betting. Yeah. And he's like, mate, it's like taking money from a baby. <laughs> Bets me 100 grand a hole and shit. Justin Rose, a tour pro. <laughs> like, former number one in the world and shit. You know what I mean? He's yeah. he'd like... He's got no off button, mate. No, and but he's also got forever money. So it's like, I, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's worth a couple of billion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he's, okay. he's a billionaire. Yeah. So you can do whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you a hundred grand for this hole. Uh, but it was great. I love that stuff. Tremendous. Yeah. So golf is back for any of you that like watching the tour. I certainly do. It bodes very well, punters and dribblers. Very, very well for the Masters in uh, our spring there. Autumn. Because I was worried they'd can it this year. Mm. And I love the Masters. Masters is delicious. But they, I think rightly so, they were like, we're just going to delay it and see what the makeup of the, of the world is. Yeah. And we'll come back. But we were saying before, like, I don't know why golf stopped. I mean, you can, to a degree, control it pretty rigorously. Yeah, like, you just don't have crowds. No crowds. You have, if you want to, you can like played over more days and have blokes out there with their caddy only i guess there's a lot of travel maybe involved so you know if you're playing hop in the car yeah but i mean it's not necessarily oh, between all in america states, between true. states but also you're playing in other countries no, no no the pga tour is basically only in america so you just go all right we're just playing everything here like they have a couple like there's a couple in mexico like there's one in japan now but but more more or less it's all in america so it's doable yeah that's my yeah. point yeah, yeah yeah that's my point but it's back, so I'm pumped. Whatever, we're good now. We're, we're good. good. We're coming back. Landy's has knocked out coronavirus. All the sports are following, um, except for America. America, like America, if you look at the chart, America has not got better. No, they actually. I think they've almost had a hundred thousand deaths and over a million cases. Their active cases hasn't gone down once. Well, they're all opened. Everything's open over there. It's like 1.3 million active cases. We've got like 500. 1.6 mil. There you go. Yeah. Like what? We've got one, we've got 500. And they're, you know, opening up golf and shit again. Like, yeah. they're just cowboys, They're mate. celebrating there. They're down to like 80 or 100 deaths a day in some states. And they're like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> right. Wild times over in, in America. But again, as we've said, happy for them to be the crash test dummy. Now, this new, I don't know if this is news or if this is just rumor, innuendo, gossip. But that's sort of the pool with which we dip our toes more often than not. Well, that's where we like to bathe. Yeah. Uh, but reports that Conor McGregor is going to fight for a third UFC belt against Kamaru Usman in July. So these reports, punters and dribblers, have come from his agent. The Ali UFC's, is the, the, the UFC agent. super agent. He's also got Khabib. He's got Usman. He's got Justin Gagey. Yeah, yeah. He's got a couple of big, big, thick boys. Yeah. Now, rumor has it, and this is, a, again, everything in the UFC hap seems to happen over Twitter. Now, yes. Uh, now, Jorge Masvidal has said that he wants to run it back with Nate Diaz. Uh, with yeah, Nate, yeah, Diaz, Nate Diaz, which would mean that the Masvidal fight with Connor, which we all want, looks like not happening. Well, not immediately. So then, that's why Aziz is like, mate, Usman will fight you because he knows, I think, deep down that Connor could be in a lot of trouble against Usman. Well, that's his feeling. Yes. That would be his bias on yes. the situation, and he obviously. Because of the running with Khabib, because of his personal running with Connor over the years, he probably just wants to see him get eaten alive. Which is very possible. And also it makes his client and him a shitload of money. Well, see, I was thinking about this, right? Like, if you just think about the way it could all work so that you get the best fights that you're going to see, 
if Masvidal fights Kamaru first, which was what was that? So basically, Kamaru Usman's and and his manager said, if the if Masvidal wants to fight Nate Diaz, then we want Connor. But if not, we want Masvidal as our preference first. If you think about it, if Connor fights Usman and Masvidal fights Nate, Masvidal Nate is going to be a fucking huge fight, right? It's going to be a massive fight, BMF rematch, all that jazz. Kamaru we Usman, were robbed of the fourth and the fifth. Exactly. Kamaru Usman, not really a big draw. He's he's great, but he's not a big draw. But if no, one, in, no, no one would know who the fuck he is. No, a lot of people listening may not. But if he's in a fight with Connor, it's immediately the biggest fight ever. You know what I mean? So that that will be huge. And then you've also got a huge Masvidal-Nate fight. Now, if Connor beats Kamaru, then Connor goes, all right, I'll fight Masvidal. Or I go back down and fight Khabib. I do whatever I want at this point. Yeah. But if Connor loses to Kamaru, which most people would probably expect, he can still fight Masvidal for a BMF and he can still fight Nate Diaz in a trilogy fight. And they're also still huge. Well, I think realistically what would happen on, in that situation is Masvidal would probably skip Connor, go, there's nothing there for me. And then you know, maybe Connor goes back and fights Nate for his own trilogy. Yes, but and then Masvidal can go, let's say Masvidal Usman. beats Nate, he goes to Usman. Yeah. But all those other BMF titles and all that bullshit, he can still go fight Khabib because it's a different weight class. Like the UFC can spin this shit however they want. At the end of the day, Connor could be fighting for a title at, at the welterweight and he's only fought at welterweight against Nate Diaz and fucking Cerrone. Like it's not like he's gone run through the division and has earned that shot. He's only earned it off the back of being Connor. Being Connor. He hasn't earned shit no. in the middle in the middle in the welterweight. in the welterweight division. Not nothing at all. No, nothing. But he'll get it because yeah. it spins the wheels, mate. And I don't mind it. I'm cool. Whatever. Like whatever. Imagine if he won it. How dope would that be? Do you like, do you think he could? Yeah, of course he can. Of course he can. He can, yeah, yeah. But, but would he? Kamaru is a beast. Yeah, that's like he's a lot bigger than Connor. Like even if Connor whacks on the KGs. Usman, like those boys at the t at the tippy top of the welter, like probably more middleweights that yeah, cut, yeah, yeah. are big, big, big boys, Kamaru bro. Is big boys, jacked, dude. He like, is so yeah, yeah, he shredded he the hell, so mate. Shredded. You look at that and you're like, holy shit. The fact that a human can even look like that. like big boys. Like, what's how's, how tall is Usman? Because Connor's what five nine. I don't know. But it's crazy when you get around that weight. I'm more interested to know what the weight is of a one. 85 is 183 right so six foot inches a six oh, foot yeah, so six foot and then what's 185 what's that in kilos 185 pounds in kilos that's because it's that's actually it's actually tiny well welterweight's 175 it's, it's only 83 kilos see 185 oh 185 is 185 pounds is no one middleweight's 170 but so yeah 170 is 78 80 170 is 77 that is a small person. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but Usman would fight at like oh, no, eighty-two no, no. kilos. Of course, no, 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 absolutely. I'm not saying. But so like, Usman is me. My height, my weight. You're not seventy kilos. No, no, no. If Usman, if no, Usman fighting at, at what eighty-three kilos? Yeah, let's right. say fight in the ring at eighty-two. Yeah, right. So that's how I don't understand that either. Like six foot, my height, or a little bit shorter even. My weight, but if you looked at me and you looked at him, you'd go, he's so much bigger than you, bro. Yeah. So much thicker, so much stronger, so much more cut. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck they hide that how much, weight so on their bodies. How much do you weigh? I'm 84. You're 84? Yeah. So you hide that well. Yeah, I do. I think you'd be, I would have thought you'd be more than 84. More? Yeah. 
Well, but then exactly look at Usman and go, how the fuck do you get? Yeah, down but I don't see Usman in front of me, so I don't get. You know what I mean? Like, I. You, but he's more. He's, he's basically my height, though. Yes, but I, and you can see him on TV, and you can see how jacked he is. How jacked he is, mate. So I don't understand how. Well, I mean, they obviously the weight cutting you. They like kill themselves, and then mm. they put all the weight back on. But still, what did we say? One seventy was. 170-77 kilos. That's that's tiny. Possibly small. That's tiny. I reckon I was seventy four when I was sixteen years old. Like, see, Con, like, I just reckon if Connor walks in there with Osman that cuts well and, and gets wrestles. back to like 83, 84, like that's a big day for Connor. Listen, of course, that's it a is. big. Day. Of course it is, and I, I don't like. Let's just see. It's one of those ones where it's like, okay, whatever happens, happens. It's the, I'll the, be buying the, it. The Conor mystique in terms of him dominating is gone. He hasn't been. He hasn't been like dominant. Man, he, has, for he years. hasn't. He hasn't dominated anyone of the Conor train has been slowing down for years. So it's more just about like that Cerrone fight was fun, but like Donald's not really. Well, no, he. I mean, that like, was a forty-second fight. Yeah, like, but I'm just saying, and the Donald's... build up was weak. But let's not let's not beat around the bush. Donald is not. Donald's old, man. Donald's yeah. they're like Donald's had the most fights of anyone in the UFC. It's like exactly the guy has literally had the shit bashed out of him by more than anyone else. Interesting as well, Connor just getting so lippy riling people up. I don't know if he truly believes it or not. Calling himself the second greatest of all time after Anderson Silva. Yeah. And John Jones just shared like title fight, uh, title defenses. fight wins or yeah, defenses, yeah, yeah. same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Wins in title fights. Connor not on the list. No, he's not there. Connor nowhere near the list. And then like, oh, well, John, you got Connor's had two title fight, two wins in title fights. Yeah. In the UFC. Yeah. He's hey, had, if you include the interim. Three, if you include the interim. Yeah. Which is not that many. No, it's not many at all. Never defended a belt, not even in cage warriors. No. And he runs around being like, I'm the greatest of all time. It's like, you're the most marketable. Yeah, you're the yeah. highest profile. Yeah, 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 exactly. Certainly. You're the biggest ever. You're the biggest ever. If you win the third... Which is... which If I'd he be wins spooky. in welterweight, though, I mean, you kind of can't help but make that argument That's again. why I want them to make the fight. Because something about Conor... Like, anything's possible. Like, he's yeah. just that sort of motherfucker. And then you can't... Even without the defences, if you're a three-division champion, you have to be able to make that claim that you're the greatest. Because that's ridiculous. No one's done it. No, no one's done it. So make that happen. Anyway. If Masvidal... Because I want to see that fight first. I want to see Masvidal-Connor first. I just want to see them stand in front of each other. No, but see, because you can't do that. Because if Connor and Masvidal happens first and Connor doesn't win, then the Kamara one doesn't happen. you got to just go, he's had one win, go to the title. But the Masvidal then... fight won't happen if he loses. Yeah, it definitely no, could. No, it no. just won't happen necessarily straight away. It'll definitely still happen. if he happen. beats Masvidal... It would, he could fight Usman. Yeah, but if Masvidal beats him, you don't ever get Connor going for another title at welterweight. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So you've got to have him just go straight for the title, push past everyone, break all the rules, makes no sense, fight for the title, either win it, we go on, the train's back moving, or he loses, and thanks for coming. Fight whoever the fuck you want. Go trilogy with Nate. If he, lose, if he loses, the, 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 the mystique will be... Falling it's, off his body. Yes, yeah. It'll Even be. though it's a ridiculous fight and that he he's probably not anywhere near big enough to be fucking in the ring with him. Like, the mystique would be f falling away. Yeah. Because it'd be like, you haven't beaten anyone good for a while. For a, for a hot minute. You've just Since what, 2016? Like, You'd when be he... better off just retiring at this point or just go Trilogy with Nate, make an absolute squillion. Maybe go uh, Khabib just because they'll give it to you. Make another squillion and then just get out. Because what's the point? You're just getting bashed. <laughs> You're just getting... Mate, think about your future. You've got to yeah, be able exactly. to spend your money. Exactly. Now, listen, I did write this down, but I don't know whether there's any interest in it from the punter or the dribbler, really. 
Are you with me? Yeah, bro. Fucking know. Um, Illawarra Hawks look to be going uh, bankrupt. Is this a shock to you? I thought the Illawarra Hawks were getting bought by Lamello Ball. Yes, I thought they were becoming the Lamello Hawks. Uh, the Illa Illamello Hawks. But I don't know what's happening there. I just know that they are in a bit of hot curry. I don't think COVID's hit them well. But I would have thought that there's almost... And I don't know if we've said this in the past about like what they say about when you're getting divorced. It's like you, you either need to be super rich or poor as fuck to go get through a divorce. All right, Because if you're in that middle tier then you just get cut in half and your life just changes overnight. I would have thought the Illawarra Hawks would be on the poor end of divorce. And it's like, you're already so poor that surely to keep you running doesn't cost that much. So it could just take someone like Lamella to come in and go, I'll buy you for 50 grand. Look, I don't know the inner workings of the Lamello Hawks or the Illawarra Hawks at the moment, but it seems to me like if someone's knocking on your door prepared to pay your debts out and give you a little walking around town money, Yeah, you do that. Bit of bit of walking around cash, bit of, bit of Skriller in the back pocket. I don't think that's a no-brainer. You go go out and splash, go and splash a couple of grand on some marquee players. Sure, like, you could go down to New South Wales basketball and go, mate, do you want to play in the NBL? Do you want to play against yeah. the big boys? Do you want to say what it's go we'll down see to what the, you got? Go the, the, uh, the AIS. Pick but, yourself up some really solid high schoolers. What, mate, I don't think, why not? Because you're offering them the opportunity to play in the NBL. Yeah. And the NBL the... at the tippy top is a good competition, right? Yeah. Like, if you're competing against some motherfuckers, right? I mean, that, let's, let's calm down. But I'm saying if I'm a, if I'm a New South Wales state basketballer who's just yeah. turned 18, that's how I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what true. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, compared with LeBron, no. But we're not making that comparison, sure. You could be the LeBron of the NBL. That's what I'd be pushing. Yeah. That's the sort of language I'd be using yeah. down at New South Wales under 16 state camp, state camp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be the LeBron of your generation in the NBL. In the NBL. You'd put that in brackets as the NBL. Be the next Luke Longley. Mate. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'd be pushing. But to get, that, to get to that point, you need to sort out your fucking issues. Because if they lose the Illawarra Hawks, how many teams have we got left? I'm not sure. I actually Seven? couldn't tell you how many Six? teams in the NBL. At what point does it not become feasible to have a comp? Yeah. How many, te- how many teams is not enough teams? I mean, you probably... Does the NBL have any rules around it? You'd need that? at least five, wouldn't you? Five? You couldn't go less than five. I'm even thinking five's not many. Well, bro. it's definitely not many, but that's what we got for Super Five Rugby. is like the final... <laughs> Yeah, but Super Rugby, it's 15. Not anymore. Do you know what I mean? Look, I do. I hear you. Look, it, it's tough. And then what, on top of that, if you, I mean, if you're an NBL fan, it's been a tough week. Yeah, Because Andrew Bogut's not coming back. No, or at least not until, he's, not until he knows a little bit more about what's going on with the comp and coronavirus. He's like, you know what? I don't need the fucking drama. Don't try and re-sign me. I already own the co- club anyway, so like, I'm doing what I want here. He's also not that young. He's old as shit. And, and he doesn't also, move that well. No, anymore. he doesn't. He's not as graceful as he once was. Like that behind the back spin he did a couple of years ago, that was that's a long time ago. That now. was almost like a, like a flashback to a former, you know what I mean? You know, like with people with dementia, yeah. shout out to them, no disrespect. But there are moments when they just remember shit again. It's like, oh, fuck, I recognize yeah, you yeah. again for like sort of 20 seconds. That was what it looked like to me with Bogut. It was like, oh. Don't forget I was a number one pick once upon yeah, a time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know that this is the NBL and I just all I did was put the ball behind my back, but, but I still got it. Yeah, I then went and dunked with my bad hand. <laughs> uh, do you also know that, and I just read this somewhere, it could be bullshit, 
Dior it if you want, Dave, but don't stake your life on it. Um, that Melbourne is home, or Victoria is home to like the Melbourne, most draft Melbourne. picks. Most number one. Most number one draft picks of the last fucking 10, 20 years or something. They've got three. Yeah. Kyrie. Yeah. Ben. Ben and Bogut. Yeah. I All can't born believe Bogut Melbourne. was a number one draft pick. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a lean year? <laughs> I think he. I think he fucking. I he, think he, he balled out when he, he was balled young. He balled out, mate. Out of college, he I was. Feel like it was his a career handful. went quick. I think so, but I also don't remember. I'll be honest. I don't remember him getting drafted. I think it was like 2005. Was it? See, I remember getting drafted and it was like, oh, seven foot Australian, Andrew Bogut. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I mean, you were probably, what, like 13 in fucking 2005, weren't you? 2005, I was in year nine. But you were, how old were you? 14. You like two or 14. three years younger for your year? How, 14. You were like fucking... One year younger. I thought you were like two years younger for your year or something. It was like it's the, you know, like those savant smart kids that get like start college. When no, no, no. Age. You get confused because I'm one year below you and I'm one year I'm, and I'm underage. So uh, that's what throws so you. So you're two years younger than me, but you're only one year younger than the people in your year. That's right. Whereas I thought you were some savant kid pushed up from like kindergarten <laughs> studying. Well, look, I mean, if you want to throw know. savant at me, I'll take it. Well, no, well, you've cleared it up. You're just, you're just yeah, young. Yeah. So look, thoughts and prayers go out to the NBL. I mean, they haven't been getting a whole lot of love well, during they had this a good COVID year. thing. No, but it's unfortunate because they just had like a really good year in That's terms what I'm of saying. coverage for the NBL. Like, mate, I'd say it again. I really enjoyed being courtside of the Kings. Yeah. Shout out to Pongrass. That Shout was a that me. was a hell of an afternoon. That was great. And you had Lamelo, you had RJ or whatever his name was in the the New Zealand team. There was a bit going on. There was a bit and of buzz. There was a shitload of buzz. And if anyone like. RCA League, how much buzz means. They used to have buzz, Del Piero, yep. Heskey, all those boys. Now what? Nothing. Now they've got nothing. They're in deep poo. They went, oh, let's go homegrown. It's like, yeah, homegrown's cool if they'll stay, yeah. but they all go overseas. Yeah. So you need to bring some old timers out here and create buzz and put bums on seats. Mm. That's what the NBL had, Tom. Yeah. And my fear is that COVID, coupled with the fact that the... NBA is getting rid of one and done, so that you don't have to go to the uh, don't have to go to college anymore. And off the back of that, they were coming to the NBL because they they wanted to get paid money. Yes, we might be losing your Lamelo. So we almost just had one year of Lamelo. Well, that's my fear. Rhetoric. You know what I mean? Like yeah. no one's skipping college to play in the NBL when well, they can go to the NBA. Bringing back old tired losers from the NBA. Why not go the A League route? Mate. Yeah. What's Michael Jordan doing? Vince Carter's like forty eight. What's Vince years old? doing? Another. Stat. What's Dirk Nowitzki doing? You know what? Mate? Vince Carter has played with forty percent of NBA players across the history of the competition. Deal that one, Dave. He's been playing. No, he's. You misrepresenting the stat somehow. Well, that's why we're getting him to Dior it. That's exactly why. But it's something like that. Vince Carter. So, mate, okay, if Vince comes down and plays here, what does that do to ticket sales? Dirk Nowitzki comes down. Sends him through the roof. What's Yao Ming doing? Is he still still walking around? Look, I think Yao may be suffering, not legitimately, but like with people as tall as Yao. You've joint got issues. A, joint issues, hip issues, uh, your knees, ankles, Arthritis. shoulders. But also, like, you know, when you see in the Guinness Book of Records, it's like tallest man in the world died at 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably got to woo up at some point if you're a man of that size, genetically engineered by the Chinese government to play basketball. <laughs> um, shout out to And play it parents. well. But I'm just shooting the shit, seeing who's out there, yeah. seeing who might be available. Shaq. 
Shaq, where's Steve Nash these yeah. days? I don't know what Steve Nash is doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things to think about. Ginobili, where's he? Manu, Manus. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the sort of names that should be in our backyard because that'll get the people back to the basketball. You might just have to offer them ownership of the team, though, rather than NBL wages. I'd be on the blower. If I'm the, if I'm the CEO of Illawarra, I'm on the blower to any old has-been I can think of going, can I tempt you into purchasing and playing and coaching the team? <laughs> well, we got some uh, dribbles to get to, obviously, but just a quick couple of things to get to pre-dribble. I uh, want to give a shout-out to, uh, what's his name here? Rudy Saparamadu. 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 I don't know how we're pronouncing it, but I reckon I got it right in one of those iterations. So he just follows us on the IG, and I just happened to cross him. Well, I just noticed we were getting a lot of notifications from Rudy over the other day, and I was like, they were. he was liking posts from like fucking two years ago, and I was just like, so yeah, I went in there and just all notifications were of Rudy, from Rudy. I was like, shit, bro, you're going on a tear. And he was just like, mate, I'm just making sure I like every single one of your posts. I'm like, why? He's just like, because I love your shit. I was like, <laughs> all right, man, look, um, you didn't need to be doing it. There's, I'm, not, I'm not completely sure why you're doing it, but shout out to But you, you can't man. knock him for doing you it. You can't knock a man for That's going back. That's the sort of high energy dribbler we need in yeah. our world. He went all the way back to post one. And liked them all. Every single one of them. I like you, Rudy. Yeah, shout out to Rudy. Uh, I like you. Shout out, beers to you, Rudy. Beers soon, Rudy. Sure, 100%. Friend of the show, Rudy. Friend of the show. Absolute friend of the show. Um, now, I wanted to get to the uh, the dribbler, the punters and dribblers page on Facebook. Yeah, look. Interesting week. Interesting week on the P's and D's page. Uh, now, we will have the dribbler podcast later in the week. We'll record it. But the P's and D's page, obviously one of the fastest growing pages on the internet. It's a home for the punter and the dribbler to sort of share dribble and yarn with one another. Got got a little dark during the week. Look, it did get a little dark. I must admit I zoned out of a lot of it. I, it was, I reckon I read maybe 20% of the darkness. Because it was just getting a bit like schoolboy, schoolyard. for tat. There yeah. were a couple, you know, going after one another and then like bagging out each other's posts and like, what, my posts are great, your posts are shit. And it's just like, listen, dudes. And it was only a couple of people, but I know that it was watched on by many P's and D's going, what is this bin fire that we're seeing here? <laughs> and but look, all we're saying is make no mistake, it was a bin fire. And it, yeah. Just know that. Yeah, it was a bin I fire. Can't, I can't tell you how to behave in there. No. Just keep it above board, yeah. if you know what I mean. Don't get fucking... Don't get racist don't or get, sexist no, or, or any just, of that shit. You know, shit. too grubby, right? And it, but look, it was a bit. It was a binfire. And, and just know that if you were involved, then you were part of a binfire. Yeah, you were, you were, you were, you helped fuel the flames of the binfire. Now, listen, I love that there are dribblers in there dribbling, and I, I like that they're arguing with one another and talking some shit. But usually, it's a bit more. Look, even the, there was a lot of arguments about Melbourne, Victoria, uh, like Victoria, New South Wales. That's Canberra. play on. I don't mind that shit. That's play on. I don't mind that. Mate, it's a great Australian pastime to argue which city's better. It's now, been going on for the dawn of time. Why the fuck do you think State of Origin's so big? Exactly. Now, that's obviously, what it's built on. We know it's New South Wales, and that's a conversation for a later day, but we can put that to bed now. New South Wales, obviously the greatest state in the country of Australia. Yes. But I'm happy for the conversation to continue as it was. But when it gets a little bit like fucking tit-for-tat schoolyard personal shit, it then just becomes between two people on a page which is for everyone. 
Yeah, yeah. So like, you guys can start DMing each other some shit if but you you're want. clogging up the feet. Yeah. I get in there. You're clogging up my feet. All I see is multiple back and forth between some fucking... And can I be honest? The points you're making aren't very good. No. You know what I mean? It it's becomes, not like one of you's winning the argument. No, it becomes like an argument at the bottom on like the comment section of like a news.com article where it's like Troy from fucking nowhere is fighting it's, against, you know, Dale it's, from it's nowhere. It's Reddit shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you're a fucking dickhead. You're a fucking dickhead. My post is better. Your yeah. post is better. Leave me alone. Get off my coast. You're like, what? What, what are we... What are... Now listen, was it dribble? Yes. Is the page called Punters and Dribblers? Yes. But ideally it'd be good dribble. And it wasn't. No. It was shit. Yeah, it was shit. But anyway, look, loving the... Uh, <laughs> love the energy. Though. Love the energy. That's it. You can't fault the energy. There. Mate, I, pff, and you I'm not faulting energy. And maybe it's it's good that anyone ha cares that much. <laughs> yeah, look, I suppose. Look, I suppose so. I mean, look. Do we just do we just cancel out everything we just said? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I think, boys, it's just all the pent-up excitement for the new footy season to come. And as soon as footy starts, it'll all be directed towards that. That's not a bad that's point, Dave. Is. That's some, that's, a, that's the sort of level-headed yeah. we need sometimes, yeah, yeah. and we get too deep. Look, like we get carried away. Yeah, I think it, it is. It is uh, it's throbbers that need to explode. And once they see a couple of dudes bashing each other on the field... There's a lot of bent-up anxiety out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably ISO frustration we can put that down to. But look, look after each other. Yeah. Be nice to one another. That's it. But also, like, you can shit on each other's sporting opinions because that's what we're here for. Um, sporting opinion. Yes. Not the person. Not the person. Now, we do have a question, I think. We've got two questions. Now, if you don't want to call the Dribbler Hotline, you can you can inbox us. Yeah. And we'll read them on this podcast. Yeah. And if you got a problem with the Dribbler podcast, then just don't listen to it, I think is probably the... Yeah. I will say this, punters and dribblers, while it's in my mind, we've got like 50, over 50. It'll probably be close to 60 dribbles. We're not going to be playing all them on the Dribbler podcast. I can't get through 60. No, no, no. So there will be a vetting process. We're going to start editing the Dribbles, but Dribbler podcasts will continue. Oh, they'll continue. They'll probably be fortnightly, and they will be edited. Yes. And it's as simple as that. We might do them weekly as well. Again, they'll be edited. But look, if your Dribble was shit out, it's, it's not going in. No. Because... We just don't have that sort of... How time. do you think I can possibly sit through 60 Dribbles? Life's too short. Life's too... Sh Mate, I've got to... I don't have a family, but you I got, got a, a girlfriend. Coming. I got friends. I got a dog on the way. I got things. I got other. I got a job. I got other shit to worry about. Yeah, and I do have a kid and a cat. Yeah, and That's a job. It. Thank God. Now this is just a statement, which I think I'll read, just because well, I, I think it's nice. It. Love the new addition of the team slash show. Surely the new intern's nickname has to be Dior Dave. It is. I'm fairly impressed with his debut. However, would like to see him reach the heights of the famous Jamie from the Joe Rogan experience with his quick Dioring ability and response. So a bit to work on there, but... <laughs> but, you know, so far, so good. So far, so good. It's always, and again, like St. PVL, always good to have somewhere you want to go next. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How can I get bigger and better? Yeah, I couldn't have started at the top because then I had nowhere to go. Well, that's right. Correct. Yeah. That's right. And that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> you start at the bottom and you climb. Yeah, well, like, yeah. us. like us. Like us. We started at the very bottom. At the very bottom. Now, you know, dizzying. I get fucking vertigo. We're so yeah, high. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm getting treatment at the moment. Hey, boys. Hey, to, oh, this is Gem Green. Hey, boys. Hate to interrupt, but a quick Dior has found that our Lord and Saviour, St. PVL, was educated at Wollongong University. Shout out to Wollongong University. My brother also went there. Hell of a uni. Now, as a current student of UOW, I'm disturbed to realize that there's no plaque of recognition on campus. If you want, I'm more than happy to manufacture and position one to pay homage to the great man. Yes. After all, it's the least we could do. Yes. Yes. 100%. Yes, Jim. 
100%. There'd be something in that for you. Yeah, there could be something in that for you. If you get a St. Peter Volandis plaque and erect that, there could be something in it for you. But also, I will say this. Like, put it this way. If you put one up in the university grounds, there's a bag of green in it for you. Yeah. I'm telling you right yeah, now. It's got to be a good plaque. But it's got to be up to scratch. Yeah. It's got to be It's got to be like a full-on metal plaque, and it has to be drilled in somewhere. Yes. Like, I don't know. I don't care where it gets drilled. And you've got to document the whole fucking drilling of this. Yeah, thing. It's yeah, got to yeah. be. Film the whole thing. Be subtle. Try and get away with it. Because if it's yeah. not up there, you don't get one. No. Put it that way. Yeah. But holy shit, there's a there's a baggy green in it for you. If you can get a nice plaque of St. PVL up there. And just to jump in here, boys, Peter Vlandis, probably the most, probably the best alumni out of all the University of Wollongong, but he's up there with Coda Nasser. Oh, Coda. Coda. Yeah. Uh, of mundane management fame. Yeah. yeah. Ben Cray and Russell Packer. Uh, ben Cray of dogging a fight in Dragons. origin. Yeah. Russell Packer of... Pissing his pants on the field. Yeah, yes. we'll use yeah, that we'll one. We'll use that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Dr. Carl, um, yeah. Dr. Carl, Dr. Carl. Uh, of Dr. Of Carl fame. fame. Of yeah. I'm smart and I love science fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of zany shirt fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, great bloke. There's a, that's some pretty esteemed company there. Very esteemed. And then uh, potentially a, a baggy green owner. This this manufacturing positioning of a plaque has got me up and about. Yeah. Let's put lead in my pencil. Got to be a good plaque. There's got to be, I mean, what do we, is there any, are there any essentials we need on the plaque? Um, well, I've obviously you refer to him as St. Peter Volandis by, by his full title. St. Peter Volandis, grandson of son of, is it St. Peter Volandis, son of Christ, grandson of God, or grandson of God, son of Christ, grandson of God, son, son of, Christ. of Christ. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I'm I'm agreeing with you there. That needs to be on there. Yeah. Uh anything else is up to you. I don't care. Do we You're want the an make... image of Peter on there, or is that no? I I look. I think that'll we get too tricky when he's going to manufacture. Yeah, yeah. That's you know true. what I mean. Yeah. I don't want to blow the cost out on this. No, on that's this true. Bloke. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We don't want to, we want to keep his overheads. Rest is up to you, Jam. Yeah. Obviously, if it's no good, there'll be no bag of green in it for you. So no. don't fuck it. Now, I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like Jam is the jelly shot kid. You reckon Jam's the jelly, Jem's shot, the jelly kid? shot kid? He is. Thanks for celebrating my COVID 19th birthday with me, April 16, around the same time as he was looking to make jelly shots. April 16, that's my birthday as well. There you oh, go. There Look you at go. this. Wow. The jelly shot yeah. kid. Jelly Shot Kid. Yeah, look, Jelly Shot Kid is... He's been a great... Turning up. Yeah, he is. He's really hit... He's hit the scene and just fucking... He's fucking taking it for a walk. Yeah, he a has, tip. He's he? tremendous. Jelly Shot Kid. Love it, bruh. Um, anything else? One more. Big dribble. Is it too long? Who's mm. it from? Jack Fairweather. About the dog. Just read it. Okay. So the dog name. This has been giving me the shits. Find a name for the poor fucking dog already. Stop you there, Jack. I don't have the dog yet. Yeah. So it's not like he's gone unnamed. No. If I had the dog and I hadn't named him in two months, then we could get critique Yes. But I don't have it. Calm down, Fairweather. So relax. I thought Dave was onto a winner with Apollo, but the more I think about it, the more it is completely fucked. Absolutely fucked. Sorry, Dave. Sorry. I feel, I feel, I feel compelled to petition against it. I will stop you there. It was Nabrad by my girlfriend. So okay. look, it's it's not happening. Okay, but carry on. But Here's I will why. carry on. I'm a dog owner. Great. It's fucking good. Agreed. Cool. But weird shit happens. You pick up on so much shit about dogs in general, but will also be becoming extremely judgmental of other of other dogs and their owners. Don't fight it. Embrace it for what it is. 
I think Jack's had a couple of beers. <laughs> Judge the shit out of those cunts when you know you'll know. I digress. If you call your Roddy Apollo, you will look like a king fuckwit. It, fuckwit. It's like hearing a motorbike for the first time. You think it's sick, but if that cunt drove past your house every day, you would grow to hate it. Good point. <laughs> Apollo, it's try hard and I would judge the shit out of you if you for first time I heard the fucking name get caught out at the dog park. Okay, he's making sense now. Yeah, here we go. he's back. My suggestion, Rodney, Roddy, Rodzilla. I think Rodzilla might be trying a bit hard. Yeah. I don't mind Rod, I don't mind Rodney. Rodzilla? Uh, good degree of quick but short strong short forms. Holy fuck, ran out of words on the instant message. So you know it's fucking dribble. Rodney Blake was also one of the best front rowers to ever play Union. A powerhouse with, with silky skills. Valet. Another tip for the dog butt. Teach that cunt to chase a tennis ball early. It would save you so much fucking kilometres walking the cunt. Anyways, don't call it Apollo. Beer soon. Keep up the good work. Looking forward to Kelly. Jack, I didn't mind it in the end. No, you know what? He came back. <laughs> a bit disjointed. Look, it's not going to be called Apollo. No. Um, but I still don't have a name. We don't have a name. Uh, I saw... Uh, but I'm not getting it for like a month, so there's time. A couple on the Dribbler hotline were... Uh, Plenty on the, of time. On the P's and D's page were like... Uh, uh, what was it? Like Roddy Widler or like Danny Rottweiler or some shit? Like If Danny Widler was a better... Roddy Takiri? <laughs> Roddy Takiri. I don't mind that. That's good. Roddy Takiri's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were some funny ones on there, which I fucking can't. I, I like that one. I like that. But yeah, Jack, good dribble in the other... In the end, sorry. Good dribble in the end. Yeah. It's hot in here, though. It's hot. I think that's us. I'm running out of path. Is that us? It's time to go. All right, Punish Dribblers, that's it for another week. Make sure you get to the link in our Instagram bio, at uh, Sport Podcast on Instagram, and please donate anything that you can. It'll all help. Uh, we need to get Kelly Slater this butter menthol stat so we can get him on the podcast for a dribble and for a yarn. Talk barrels, talk waves, talk babes, talk glory. Dig deep. Dig deep. Do the right thing. Do the right thing, but don't. Go, but don't spend too much. You know what I mean? If you can't afford anything more than 10 cents, that's fine. That'll get you a butter menthol. I think we said before that a pack of butter menthols is $1.90. You can get a three pack from Woolworths or Coles online for four bucks. So if you're thinking in those numbers, those terms, give what you can. Give what you can. Don't overthink don't it. Don't overthink it. Just donate because we will 100% be getting these to kill. Could you two just not talk anymore?